0: chapter fifty seven of the goddess of atvatabar by william richard bradshaw this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by nigel fisher the combined ceremony of marriage and coronation the day of our marriage and coronation as king and queen of atvatabar at length arrived the scene in the bomidophia was of surpassing magnificence For the first time in history, Leone sat before the throne of the gods, not as a goddess but as queen, and I, her compeer, as king sat beside her. Leone was attired in a loosely fitting robe of old ivory silk, over which was an outer network of lace formed of thread of gold, the design being a golden sun on the breast, which with its long streaming rays was held together by a golden cobweb that covered the entire figure of the queen. She also wore her belt of jewels. Beside her stood a page bearing her crown as queen of Atvatbar. For myself, I had caused to be made a knightly suit of golden armor that shone mightily as I wore it on that eventful occasion. The priestesses of Egitplosis, taught by a priest of decorative art from Nafisthia, had been for some time engaged in creating a tapestry of lace wrought with a thread of heavy bullion gold as a bridal gift to their queen. The design took the form of a winged twin soul in loving converse in the centre surrounded by atvatburys arabesque all held together by a most poetic fancy of floral scrolls and formed of gold thread lace-work this enormous piece of work was twelve feet in width seventy-five feet in length and four inches in thickness the gold used in its marvellous intricacies weighed five tons such was the glorious piece of tapestry that was hung over the side of the throne and which reaching downward three-fourths of its height concealed a considerable part of the august structure Around us swept the amphitheatre, filled with the leaders of the army and navy, the great officers of government and the people of Atvatabar. Surrounding the base of the throne sat those priests and priestesses of Egyptosis who had embraced the new faith of one body and one soul. The pontiff Charka performed the marriage ceremony when the roar of guns had subsided. He performed his august duties sustained by the splendours of music and the adoration of the people. Wilt thou have this woman, Leone, queen of Atvatbar, to be thy wife until death, according to the customs of our people, and not according to the customs of Egypt I will. Wilt thou have this man, Lexington, king of Atvatbar, to be thy husband until death, according to the new faith of one body and one soul? I will. The deed was done. Around the throne swept a cyclone of twin souls, resolved on matrimony in their bewildering flight they became radiant with strange transformations of feeling and gesture and their songs symbolized the intensity of the great crisis that had arrived in the history of the nation all around the amphitheatre rose the enormous multitude as one soul shouting their joy the guns of the fortress volleyed their thunders the first act of the great drama ended amid the shouting of armed hosts the singing of twin souls and the hosannas of the multitude The second scene was perhaps still more impressive. The grand chamberlain of the palace, Cleparellium, had put into his phonograph beside us a coil containing the Charter of Coronation. Fitting a megaphone to the phonograph, there issued the following proclamation from the instrument like a blast of music. Charter of Coronation of their Majesties Lexington and Leone, King and Queen of Atvatabar. the crown and throne of the realm of atvatabar hereforto possessed in the persons of their ex-majesties king aldmery bulmakar and queen toplessy being now declared vacant by reason of the desertion flight deposition and defeat of said ex-majesties and said crown and throne of Atvatbar being now possessed by both conquest and by will of the people in the persons of their majesties lexington and Leone, king and queen of atvatabar now therefore we priests nobles statesmen and commanders of army and navy as representatives of the people do hereby confirm said possession of the crown and throne of this realm by placing upon the head of lexington and upon the head of Leone their respective crowns as king and queen of atvatabar and do hereby render both king and queen equal loyalty fealty and homage as the true and rightful sovereigns of atvatabar signed starbottle goylur of kalnagor first minister of the government Chaka, Pontiff of REMORIALISM, Gulor of Egyplosis. Thubal, Gulois of Egyplosis. Rakiron, Gulor of Swandab, Commander in Chief of the Army. Wallace, Admiral of the Fleet. YOMUL, Lord of Art, Gulor of Naphistasia. Grasnagalpas, Commander in Chief of the Bokokids. Laldimir, Gulor of Kioram. Pra, Minister of Police. Nototherbok, Minister of Naval Affairs. Goldrock, Royal Treasurer. Dr. Merryferry, Minister of Foreign Affairs, Flathukli, Minister of War, Gerolio, Vice Commander of the Army, Coltonbury, Vice Commander of the Bokhakids. During the declamation of the megaphone, the Pontiff Charka raised the crown to my head, while his consort Thubal raised the crown of the Queen to Leone's head. We sat thus crowned amid the tremendous excitement. The guns of the fortress shook the Bormidophia with their explosions. The people shouted, life health and prosperity to our sovereign lord and lady lexington and Leone, king and queen of atvatabar men heard no sweeter music than the coronation march executed by a thousand instruments i realized as i sat with Leoni beneath the throne of the gods a portion of that immeasurable feeling of being universally exalted universally loved universally adored it is true the fervor of idolatry for lyone had largely subsided but in its stead came a more perfect loyalty of soul and body on the part of priest and priestess souls that had balanced themselves as it were on the edge of a sword once more stood on the solid earth the magnificence of royalty which kings born to the purple but rarely feel was ours our sudden good fortune unveiled to us the splendors of power and riches and honor the people themselves enchanted with the product of their own abnegation made their obeisance to us as gods leone grew perceptibly paler with the intensity of her excitement her breast rose and fell more rapidly as the soarings of song told her that her supreme realization of life and fortune as goddess had not wholly died with her apostasy but that a new life no less glorious had begun as for myself seated on the focus of human endeavor it thrilled me to think what power of realization i possessed for things i had considered impossible and unattainable i determined that art should sound the abysses of the inexpressible and bring from thence radiant symbols of all things clothed with imagination and emotion invention would still further extend man's empire over matter soul culture and spirit power would be cultivated in a reformed Leone, mystical and divine, would ever rule Queen of Hearts with the sorcery of her beauty. End of chapter 57